Wildling Press presents How Do I Book? Welcome to How Do I Book by Wildling Press. We like to chat about book writing, book publishing, book marketing, and of course, book reading. We're trying to help new and experienced authors develop their craft, widen their perspectives, and learn to get a little wild every once in a while. I'm Christina. I'm Mike. I'm Mary. I'm Grace. And today, we're here to talk about what we read this year. Well, first of all, (laughs) I always like to say the subject without doing any human things first. (laughs) First of all, a very happy holiday to everyone. Yeah. 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 Uh, Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa all uh, happened or are have started happening in the past couple days. And we got New Year coming up this weekend. So just a very happy holiday to everyone. Helmstever you are celebrating it. Oh, I like that. (laughs) Helmst. That's good. Oh, I forgot about Yule. I was like, "Hmm, what are all the holidays? Oh, Yule. I forgot that Yule is a is like a 10-day thing also. So we're mid-Yule right now. Wow. Look at us go. Amazing. So we just wanted to get together and chit-chat, have a fun little, you know, holiday episode where we're not worried too much about it, a.k.a. we did not prepare very much for this. Um, <laughs> but we're just here to talk about the books we read this year. Yeah. And love. Hopefully we can talk about books as people who work at a book publisher. Well, yeah, I'm out of material. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> and there's still time, by the way. We still yeah, got a couple days yes. left. You got it. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah, so I would love to just chit chat a little bit, not to brag, but I have read a lot this year. I know. I feel like, <laughs> yeah, you're doing you're doing really great. Mm-hmm. And I think that probably a lot of us have read some of the same books this year. Yes. Yeah, sure. that's true. Well, Grace and I are in a book club together. That's where I read most of my books. So thank you so much for letting me be, oh, go, yeah. be a part of that book club. It's really helped me a lot. We also pass around a lot of books. That's yes. true. Mm-hmm. So I think that we need to start by saying that one of the favorite books that I read this year was The Tarnished by E.S. Christensen. Anyone else? Yes. Um, yes. So good. Honestly, it's at the top of my list. I love that book. The Tarnished, the sequel to The Blameless by E.S. Christensen, came out just last month, and it is uh, so freaking good i have also read the blameless this year i think we all have it's kind of the book that we never stop reading yeah and it is the blameless is just such a cool sequel to that um if you haven't checked out that the series tarnished. yet i definitely the recommend tarnished. it yeah what did i say you said, you the, said the blameless, blameless. well they're both great they are both great but one is a sequel <laughs> and one is not one is a sequel <laughs> well it depends what order you read them in i guess <laughs> that would be so silly like, I'm really kidding. Please don't read them in reverse order. <laughs> that would be terrible. <laughs> that would be terrible. Don't do uh, that. Just every spoiler in the world. <laughs> this is my greatest endorsement for The Tarnished, okay? Picture this. I am on my laptop in a brewery, just having, just having one single beer, okay? Editing The Tarnished. And I start weeping because it's so beautiful. <laughs> so I'm just like yes. tears falling into my beer in this very public space. And amazing. I just couldn't even stop my I could not quell the emotions. And that's saying a lot because I I try not to 
be emotional. But yeah, it was very beautiful. Publicly for no apparent reason. (laughs) People must have thought, I don't even want to think about that. But yeah, no, it was really, it was such a good book. Such a fantastic follow-up to The Blameless. And I just like completely objectively, which I guess this could never be completely objectively, but it really was one of my favorite books I read this year. Yeah, I I agree. It's hard to be a second book in a series. I feel like there's a lot of pressure when the first book is good. There's so much pressure on the second book. And a lot of times in a series, the second book is kind of a downer compared to it. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of times it's just like weaker. Like everything is weak. The concept is spiraling. Yeah. Yeah. And this one, just like from the get go. It's like in a trilogy, they're just trying to get to the end kind of. Mm hmm. Mm -hmm. And so it's like the middle, it's like, oh, stuff happens. But really, the main thing is the last book. I'm writing that down as a podcast concept for uh, next season. Oh, true. (laughs) Why the second book in a trilogy is not great. Yeah. Another book that I read and loved this year, Pride and Prejudice. Have you heard of it? (laughs) (laughs) Is that new? What? Oh, yeah. Mary Clay, our friend, was asking for book recommendations in the group chat. And I said Pride and Prejudice. And she was like, maybe something a little more contemporary. (laughs) (laughs) I do love that book, though. Never gets old. This time I listened to the audio book, which was narrated by Kate Kelgren. Just incredible. Impeccable. Nice. No notes. No notes. There are some narrators, audiobook narrators that I would follow, just like I would follow an author. Yeah, absolutely. I think another book that a couple of us have read that we all really loved was Iron Widow. Yeah, oh I mentioned it a couple. Oh I was times waiting for someone oh to say it. Yeah, I I love that book. It has it all, really. Okay. Yeah, yeah, name a thing. It's got it exactly. <laughs> Robots, murder, um, c- cultural critique, history, um, female race, gender. I didn't say hey Siri. I said history. Nothing. <laughs> Never mind. yeah did i say murder (laughs) you did but it's best to say it twice with this book (laughs) yeah that's the first book so that's iron widow by um zirin j zhao if i am remembering those pronunciations correctly it's the first book in a duology and i think the second book is scheduled to come out next year next year yeah Yeah. i think so oh yeah because they recently did the cover review i was about to google it and then i was like no i know they recently did the cover reveal for that. Incredible. Incredible. So really, really good. Mike, have you read The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo? Am I right about that? I have. Are you in the middle? No, I've read that one. That one is. You read that uh, one? Yeah, that one is uh, from. I read that last year. So it wasn't, in, wasn't in my 2022, but it was amazing. But I know we quite often bring up The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo when we go to talk about The Seven and a Half Deaths of the Evelyn The Seven Horror of Evelyn Yes, <laughs> It's hard. Which exactly. I haven't read The Seven and a Half Deaths of Evelyn Hardcastle yet, but it's on my TBR and it's on my nightstand yeah. staring at me for me to read that That next. one's so good. I think I read that one last year. I'm not I'm not sure which of those books came out first because they came out very similarly, but I'm I can't imagine being that author who just barely got their book out second and Ugh, and seeing that a book with a, a title that close to mine just came right, out. Right, because they're they're both great titles. Yes. Right? But they're yeah. so similar. The seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo came out in 2017, The Seven and a Half Deaths of Evelyn Hardcastle 2018. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So Mike, you haven't really been doing a lot of reading this year, is that right? Yeah, this was one of my slower years for reading. I think that I probably read like 
two and a half physical books and listen to two audiobooks. Nice. But I've enjoyed everything I've read so far. One of them that I think deserves mentioning is Razor Blade Tears by S.A. Cosby. Ooh. I'm not sure if y'all... I've, I know I've talked about this one, y'all, briefly yeah. before. I was going to say, uh, I definitely know about it because you texted us about it earlier today. <laughs> right. It's just, it was a really good book, and it's by a Virginia... S.A. Cosby is a Virginia author, and Razor Blade Tears is set around the Richmond area, the Richmond, Virginia area. So it hits some landmarks and things like that, which really immerse you into it. The actual story behind it is pretty, like, I would say, I guess profound would be the proper word for it. It's pretty awesome. Like, the basis of it is about a black father and a white father are brought together when their two sons are murdered, and their sons were um, actually married, and they were estranged from their fathers because of them being gay. And the sons have a child that is now being raised in one of the families, and the whole point of the story is these two fathers seeking vengeance for the men that, or the, for the whoever murdered their their sons and because the cops had stopped doing what they should be doing they don't feel like you know they're going to get any resolution unless they handle it and they handle it like it gets pretty like it gets pretty you know i say a, a bloody retribution Ooh, you know, wow like they, i love uh, it i love that a lot of books these we just said this about iron widow like a lot of books these days are not holding their punches when it comes to like violence as a very real option for certain people yeah. in, in, in certain circumstances. Yeah, not at all. This is love and um, respect it. But I do I do recommend it as a read. The writing is 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 pretty awesome. It's been recommended by a few people to include Barack Obama. You know, okay. Just, oh hell uh, yeah. Yeah, so it's a, I trust I, him. His exactly. summer playlist is always really good. <laughs> you know, and it was a new, it was a New York Times bestseller, so I definitely recommend Razor Blade Tears by S.A. Cosby. Awesome. Feel free to cut this out, but every time you say razor blades, I want to say rise up lights. Rise up lights. Rise up lights. Yeah. Every time. <laughs> rise up lights. Um, one of one of my like surprising favorite books this year, like it's one that I I don't even remember like why I read it, like how it came into my life. Nothing to see here by Kevin Wilson is uh. I'm still trying to figure out what my favorite book of 2022 was, but that is definitely in the top five. Written by Kevin Wilson, I listened to the audiobook, which was narrated by Marin, I- Marin Ireland, mm-hmm. one of the best narrators I've ever heard in my life. The book mm-hmm. is set in Tennessee. This one narrator does like 30 different Southern accents. It's extremely, extremely convincing. And I think I looked it up and she's not even from the South. They're oh. all fake accents. Wow. And him. it was so well done. And that story is so compelling. Um, just like a beautiful homage to the weird, weird freaking children out there and the caretakers who love them. Nice. <laughs> I love that. Beautiful. <laughs> I recommend it to everyone. I, th- I think anyone would like that book. Speaking of weird children and the caretakers who love them, <gasps> oh, I think yeah. a lot of us also read um, House on the Cerulean Sea. By- oh, my gosh. Oh, I'm in the middle of that. I haven't finished it yet. Oh, well, then I won't. No spoilers. No spoilers. Oh, then my I won't God. tell you Don't that everyone dies about the in the rocket end. ship. I should no. tell you that everyone dies. <laughs> That's the difference between a Hufflepuff and a Slytherin is you were like, LOL, they all die. And I was like, LOL, they have a rocket ship. <laughs> that's so true. My grandfather is one of my favorite people on the planet. And that's one of his favorite jokes to make. Even when we were kids, like when we were watching TV or something like that, he, goes, he, he would come in, we're watching a movie or something like that. He goes, you know, everyone dies in the end. 
He like thought that was so funny. <laughs> Good <Later>. one. <laughs> I know. Speaking of rocket ships, Project Hail Mary, gotta mention it, because it was so oh, yeah. good. I think uh, it was really good. I think we technically read that last year. Did we? Feels feels yeah. very recent to me. Just it feels very recent. Really stuck with me. Yeah, it really stuck with me, too. It, I think you read that this year. No, I have my log directly in front of me. Oh. It was last year. <laughs> but they're also making a movie of it, so we've been hearing people talk about it a yes. lot, so I'm really excited for that. Yeah, just all the talk of audiobooks. That was just one of when I first started getting into audiobooks. That's like one of the first ones that I really, really super enjoyed. I just thought the narration was really fun. See, that's the thing. It just has to be a good narrator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it really does. And um, if you're looking for an audiobook, I recommend that one. Speaking of audiobooks and great narrators, the reason why I'm so into the You series by Carolyn Kepnes. Uh, it's because I started with audiobook and it's read by Santino Fontaine and his voice as Joe is just so like engaging that you can't help but like fall into the story. And that's mm-hmm. a, uh, the third book was the, uh, called you love me. That was the one I listened to this summer, you know, through audio and I would go for hikes while listening to it. And there was this one part, and now you know we alone, right? You know, and I will say I really didn't get into the Netflix series because I built my own world in my head, and I prefer what I've built in my head than what I saw on the screen. Uh-huh. Yeah, so, hell yeah. So, so I stay with the books, but there's this one part, and you love me, and you know he's walking through these trails and these woods in a neighborhood, and I'm like, wow, this is really close to where I am, like how I feel like where I'm walking right now. And then he <laughs> say he makes this some type of comment, and I'm gonna murder this a little bit, no pun intended. Uh, <laughs> I that, thought that uh, was his comment. Right. No, no, no. That was that was one hundred percent me. Um, but that he says something along the lines about keeping your wits about you and keeping your senses about you while you're in the woods. And he says there's a reason why animals can't read because when you get when you read, you get lost in the book and you lose sense of what's around you. Mind you, I'm deep in the woods at this point <laughs> when this is going through that. my AirPods. And I just stopped for a second and I pushed the button to, to turn it off and pause it. And I took them out and I put them in my bag and I finished my walk <laughs> without listening to the story. And I went, he is so right. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> um, way less hilarious. Uh, a very excellent book that I read this year. Grace, did you read this one as well? A Black Women's History of the United States. Yes. By Dana Ramey Berry and Callie Nicole Gross. Mm-hmm. That one is obviously like a like a gross overview. No pun intended, because one of the author's last names is gross. It's uh, certainly not comprehensive, but it is a highlight of the ways in which black women have truly shaped American history like so much. Mm, yeah. um, I definitely recommend that one. And I listened to the audiobook. I can really only do nonfiction in audio. I have a pretty hard time reading it with my eyes. Mm-hmm. So if you're like me, the audiobook is great. Yep. I like that. I've never thought about, like, because I don't read a lot of nonfiction either. I read, I like reading, like, essays and things like that, but. Yeah. I feel like it's kind of like a, I mean, we're so used to consuming nonfiction that way, just in college, like, lectures and stuff like that. I just feel like our brains are more attuned to that. Hmm. I like that. One, I just said I don't read a lot of nonfiction, but one that I did read this year, um, I don't know if any of you guys read it, All Boys Aren't Blue. By George uh-huh. M. Johnson. No. No. 
But it's a collection of essays um, by George M. Johnson, who is um, a journalist and an activist, um, LGBTQIA plus activist. And um, it just a collection of essays that he's written about his life as um, a queer black boy and then a queer, queer black man um, growing up and his family. And it's incredibly heartwarming and, of course, as you might imagine, difficult at times, um, but written so unbelievably well. Highly recommend. Nice. Oh, yeah. I love that. I yeah. do want to read that one. One that really shocked me this year. I, another one that I was like, how did I get this? Like, where is this from? I have no idea. But I read it and I was like, oh, man, this is good. The Leaving by Tara Altebrando. I think I was talking to you guys about this one the other day. It's a book about like this community where five kids get kidnapped from their kindergarten class without a trace and then... 11 years later, they're all 16 and they all get returned without any memory of where they've been, except for one kid doesn't come back. And it's about them trying to figure out like how, like, do we know each other? Were we in captivity together? Like in the families dealing with it? It, It's bonkers. It's a wild ride. I definitely recommend it. That sounds really interesting. Yeah, I'm scrolling through. I've read so many good books this year. Like, it's really hard to be like, okay, only my favorites. Because then I'm like, this one was a favorite and this one and this one and this one and this one. I also read um, Cultish, The Language of Fanaticism by Amanda Montel, which was, it's a book about how cults use language to cult, cult harder. To cult you know? harder. Yeah. <laughs> it was so interesting. interesting. I listened to the author has a podcast called Sounds Like a Cult. Um, which is extremely fun and cool. Just looking at how we're all in cults, you know? Yes. Like mm-hmm. we're in the cult of podcasting right now. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so culty. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Um, one book that kind of surprised me also this year um, was Anxious People by Friedrich Bachmann. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that one was so fun. It was, yeah. It's just one of those that has like, a zillion characters and then their storylines are all kind of separate and then converge at some point. Yeah. And I haven't read I a lot that. of books like that, but I really enjoyed that one. And I, uh, I think I, I mean, I read it a while ago, but yeah, I think that was our January book club. Yeah. So I think I just remember it being very clever and I think it came together nicely, which is always a risk yeah. with books like that. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I remember thinking that it was like reading Bob's Burgers because all the characters yeah. were really silly in a way that was like, uh, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Has anyone read anything else by him? He's pretty prolific. He wrote A Man Called Ova and uh, Uva Ove. And my grandmother told me to tell you she's sorry, which is on my shelf and I haven't read it yet. And some other ones. Mm-hmm. No, I haven't. But when I worked at the library... Man, his books were checked out all the time. So you would have thought yeah. I would have read one of them, but I just didn't. Well, they were always checked out. How could you? There you go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> this year, and it's still happening. I've been like really obsessed with the Truly Devious Trilogy by Maureen Johnson. Mm-hmm. Um, like this, and it's a series. So like I'll read one of the books in the series. I'll go to re- try to read some other books. I'm in a terrible reading slump. It's so hard for me to get out of it. I finally read another book or two. I'm like, okay, time to read the next Truly Devious in the series. And then it just punches me back into that reading slump. And I'm like, oh, how am I supposed to read anything after this now? (laughs) And so I finished the trilogy um, and it was just so good. I've never read a mystery trilogy before. I've never read a mystery that's been longer than one book. It Mm. literally never occurred to me. Mm. That's cool. Yeah, it just keeps escalating. It's it's YA. 
Um, it's diverse as hell. So I read the trilogy. So good. Really worth it. Like the payoff is good. It doesn't suffer from second book syndrome. And now I have, there's like a standalone novel that goes after it, I guess, or before it. And I'm like, oh God, I can't, I can't, can't read this while I'm trying to wrap up my reading goal for the year. Like I really got to keep chugging along. <laughs> so I'll get to it eventually. But so like, close. yeah, what an amazing so series. Close. I also read Wilder Girls by Rory Powell. Yes. That one so was so good. Did you read that good. this year or last year, Mary Payton? I read that last year. That's all right. We'll but I'll talk year. any year about that book. Yeah. Yeah. yeah any year. Mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. like a beautiful, queer, disgusting, amazing, beautiful book about just how horrific it is to be alive. <laughs> That's a great way to put it, but um, also a terrible way to put it, but great. Beautiful. Yeah. And friendship. Any Man, any book that like does a really good, especially like more gr- gritty kind of realistic view of especially female friendship to me mm-hmm. is. So man, realistic. Love it. Yeah. yeah. There's only women characters in the whole book. There, mm-hmm. There's like one dude kind of. <laughs> uh, another book I read this year that I loved, which I think, Mike, you're the one who recommended this to the rest of the group, Ooh. Red, White, and Royal Blue. Yes. <gasps> yes. Ooh, spicy. So good. So yes. spicy. <laughs> That's a level like three out of five spicy. Yeah. I maybe two and a half. I don't know. Two and a half. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff that's, like, super implied. Exactly. It's never, like, his member in my orifice, but, like, pretty close. <laughs> yeah, it does have some faded black, if I remember yeah. correctly. But They have one conversation, like, while it is happening. But, like, yes. the focus is on the conversation, right. not on what's happening. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't read a lot of spice, so that one was pretty spicy to me. <laughs> well, and we were we gave it to Grace as homework because she's been editing some spicy books coming up in the next year or two yes. from Wild Thing Press. And we were like, girl, you need to do your homework. Try Red, mm-hmm. White, and Royal Blue. I did, mm-hmm. and then I was like, that's not spicy at all. <laughs> <laughs> Compared to what you're editing. <laughs> Yeah, but it was a great time. The Prince of England and the son of the United States president just getting together. Love to see it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not an existing prince. Uh, th- correct, that's a question correct, that's correct. been asked. A fiction, it's fictional. made up prince. <laughs> yeah, fictionalized it's not characters. Harry. <laughs> it's not Harry. <laughs> yeah, that was so good. Although that would be fun. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, you're not supposed to ship real life people. Okay. You know. <laughs> that, <laughs> that was the end of It sounded like sentence. I was going to keep saying. <laughs> My last book that I want to shout out from this year um, is the most recent book that I've read. So it's like just vivid in my mind. Sister Song by Lucy Holland. Uh, 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 uh. God, that book's good. That's why. No, that's an endorsement. Yeah. <laughs> Put that on the front cover. <laughs> It's set in like ancient Britain where when all the tribes were warring after Rome had come once and left again. And it's about these three sisters, kind of. It's God, it's good. God, it's so good. I can't possibly. It's like about land magic, you know, like the land, capital L. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's so good. Anyone else have any last books that they loved this year? I have one last one. Mm-hmm. That I haven't finished yet, but I know I'm going to like it. So I'm going to okay. go ahead and like endorse it because I'm about halfway through. And uh, it's by Stephen King and it's called Fairy Tale. And oh, that's his ju- newest one, right? Yeah, it just came out in September. I just started reading it a few weeks ago. 
And it's one I definitely recommend for anybody who wants to read Stephen King without reading gore, mm-hmm. uh, you know, or reading anything that's like really super scary. Like this one is all about a 17 year old boy who inherits keys to a parallel world from this old man in his neighborhood. And he goes down to a well to another world. And it just any Stephen King really jumps in and like builds a whole nother world in this parallel universe. And it's just really cool how far I've gotten into it so far. And he definitely uses moments and notes from fairy tales that we grew up on. Like, you know, the kid will liken himself to Jack and the Beanstalk or say, Hey, that looks like Emerald city, you know, things like that. So it's things you can really visually pop in your head. And I have it on audio and I love being read too. So I love audiobooks, and mm-hmm. I love Stephen King audiobooks, especially when he'll chime in and read parts of it to you. And there's a certain section where he takes over the voice of the old man. And it's just so engaging to hear because, you know, like he created this person. So this is how this person, you know, this is the way this Ooh, person talks. So, so he doesn't narrate. The, Stephen King doesn't narrate most of the audiobook, but he pops in sometimes. He pops in for once without, you know, there's there's some audio tapes that get listened to. So there's a narrator for the entire book who talk, just reads the book to you. And then when they step away and like the boy listens to these tapes the tapes that play back are Stephen King reading oh, from God, the tapes. that's so cool. That it's so cool, cool. And I, you know, so I definitely, uh, I recommend that one so far. Cool. Any final books? No. No, I think that's it. It was a good year though. Good year for books. Yeah, good year yeah. for reading. I've had the absolute honor of reading so many good books this year. Like I just feel so privileged. Just amazing. Writers, keep it up. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm loving it. Yes. yes. <laughs> And that's How You Book. This episode was edited by me, Christina Kahn. Our logo was designed by Michael Hardison. Our theme music was produced by Jason Hilton. Visit us online at Wildling Press on social media or at www.wildlingpress.com. 